What kind of ice cream sandwiches did y'all get? What kind of? Uh, they just like regular minis. Are they like vanilla chocolate and strawberry or just vanilla? No, nah, it's just basic vanilla ice cream, chocolate, um, chocolate cookie. What is that cookie? Whatever. I don't know. Wafer. Yeah, you had vanilla. Did it have a cookie in there or was it just like chocolate? No. No, just the chocolate wafer with the ice, the vanilla ice cream in the middle. In the middle. What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode. At this point, let's just stop tracking, y'all. Yo, I totally forgot. I feel like it's seven. I do feel like it's seven. I feel like it's seven. Welcome to episode seven of the Block Talk Podcast. Bobby, how's it going? Pretty good, man. Pretty good. It's been a long week, yo. Yeah, you've been working like a mug, dog. Dog, I've been working crazy. I worked. So normally I only work a eight-hour shift. Uh-huh. But because one of the other team leads went to um, went on vacation, I've been working twelve hour days ever since the twenty second, and today the twenty eighth, and then even today I worked. Uh, today Sunday I worked, and that was eight hours. But today was the most I got paid because today is double time. Right. So, so today was amazing. Yeah, see, man, at least you get double time, dog, man. So I work at four. That junk trash, bro. The the most, like, people say that. It's what say that Ford is trash? No, <laughs> nah. Like, they, they be like, well, at least you get the double time. But, but, right. Like, but people don't know, like, I can make money outside of this job. Like, I don't give a fuck about making the money. Mm-hmm. I much rather prefer being at home with my girlfriend or being, you know, doing something outside of being here. Yeah. I don't care to be here. Like, Y'all yeah. know y'all taking away my weekends, right? Right. So, like, we both work uh, 40, pl- 40 plus hours. Like, we only get the weekends. Like, Right. At least so. y'all got the weekends, man. Because with, with me and my girl, it's kind of it's kind of offset a little bit because she works, like, Friday, Saturday, Sundays. Mm-hmm. But I'm off Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Oh, yeah. You yeah. know? Yeah, but she only, she only... weird overlap. Yeah, she only worked, like, three hours a day, though. Mm. But, mm. you know... Must be nice. I can't relate. Man, hit that like Jennings. It must be nice. Yo, so Bob, let them know they tune into the greatest man. And let's get into this first topic Y'all we got going is, for man. the day. Hope tell them. Now tuned into the motherfucking greatest. Hey. Man, one of these days we're gonna have a Timberland Appreciation Day. We got to. <laughs> we have, we will have a we have a lot to appreciate. Yeah, we got we're gonna have a Timberland Appreciation Day, man. Cause that that be hard. Yeah. So the first thing I want to get to today, man, is uh, I don't know if you've seen this, but some lawmaker in Chicago is trying to get Grand Theft Auto banned. Yeah, I have not seen that. So, you know, it's Chicago. So niggas be robbing niggas. Niggas be be robbing, niggas be killing, Chirac. And the guy is saying, yo, the reason all of these carjackings and things are happening is because of Grand Theft Auto. Like, if we didn't have Grand Theft Auto, we wouldn't have all of these carjackings. That is the stupidest shit I've That's the stupidest. So, that's like saying no nigga ever got their carjacked until Grand Theft Auto came out. Right, until Grand Theft Auto won. Like, Grand Theft Auto came out, niggas just started getting their cars, like, ran. Like, you could do that? Like, man. (laughs) Like, yo. So, you know, this isn't the first time games have been 
targeted by lawmakers. Yeah. You know, Grand yeah. Theft Auto, when, when Grand Theft Auto 3 came out, bro, them niggas was targeted for real. Yeah. Because especially when the PlayStation 2 had came out, you know, everything was in 3D. You know, yeah. Grand Theft Auto was like the greatest thing ever. Like it was 3D. You could like rob people, kill people. You could drive, fly planes, pick up prostitutes. Yeah. Like it was life. It was real. It was a whole different ball game. Like I remember, I actually remember I had Grand Theft Auto 2. The, oh, top, the top down one. Yeah, me too. I had Grand Theft Auto 2. Yeah, I me too. I had no idea what I was doing. Right. Nobody and, did. And then somewhere, no, my cousin, he was like, yeah, my dad got Grand Theft Auto 3 on his computer. And I'm like, mm-hmm. what? Like, what is that? I don't care. But he kept on telling like, yeah, it's the same game. It's just different. And they up- upgraded the yeah, yeah. Because I think they brought, or the company that made one and two got brought out or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, so like I remember like that, that, and then San Andreas like changed the way games have been like made now, like especially those quote unquote open world games. Or yeah, whatever, definitely. More, more dark games. The whole man, as somebody who plays different games, I'm telling you, the whole industry waits to see what Grand Theft Auto does. Yeah, they wait yeah. to see what they do, and then they try to come up with their best copycat rendition of it remember uh true crime streets of la yeah true crime streets of la uh streets of new york <laughs> saint saints row to an extent even yeah. though i feel like saints row took kinda, its own direction yeah, yeah they was like no nah, fuck that realism we about to get niggas superpowers man yeah 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 which was like dope yeah no uh was- saints row was a dope game it was different and i feel like you said it was okay. <laughs> Intern saying, yeah. It was all right. Yeah. <laughs> three was good. Three was good. Two was two wasn't bad either. It wasn't bad. And um, but they was like, you know what? We know we don't want our game to be compared. And I feel like when I was playing three, at no point did I did I say, oh, this is some fake Grand Theft Auto shit. Yeah. They yeah. did a they did a good job of making themselves stand out in that kind of like it's a similar game, but they made themselves stand out. Hmm. Excuse me, sorry, man. Yeah, but anyway, like I said, yeah, they trying to they trying to get them niggas banned. They trying to sue them, whatever. And like I said, this ain't the first time. And back in the day, uh, in the nineties or whatever, they tried to get at uh maybe even the eighties. They tried to get at Mortal Kombat. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, and Mortal Kombat is actually the reason we have the video game rating system that we have now. It was it was actually that in another game that got brought up in uh in Night, court. Uh, Night Trap. Yeah, yeah, Night Trap, which is like ridiculous. It, like that was. Like, and it wasn't even, like, a crazy game. Like, the game they got, the game we got out of it was, like, far more tame than what was originally supposed to happen. Mm-hmm. Like, it was ridiculous. If people don't know, the Night Trap game, um, you play as, like, your, and aren't you, like, the, you play in, like, a surveillance camera kind yeah. of thing? Yeah, And you're... You're you're watching real life clips of these things called augers trying to um trying to kidnap these kids and suck their life force and all of this stuff or whatever. Yeah. Um but like the game, the original creator, he he had to change the game so much because of the laws back then. Like originally it was actually vampires that was trying to, you know, kidnap the girls or whatever. Um and then he was. They was like, "No, nah, you can't do that because it'll show blood and gore, and right. you know you may influence little kids to start biting people and stuff like that." So he tried changing them to ninjas, and then they was okay with that. But at the last minute, they was like, "No, you because you can't show them show, throwing Death Stars and stuff like that." Yeah, man. Look, if them niggas, 
saw what the fuck we had going on today. They have a heart attack. Boy. Man. Nigga, they have, man. It'll be super ridiculous. Maybe like, here, play this and give us like Pong, bro. <laughs> no, Pong was so revolutionary back then. Like, that was like the shit. I remember they when they first introduced Pong in that 70s show. <laughs> well, you watched the, that 70s show. I love that Bro, 70s I remember show. coming home from work, dog. You'd be sitting there watching the 70s show, like drawing and shit. <laughs> yes. That was life, bro. <laughs> that 70s show was amazing. Yeah, was I mean, amazing. I've heard good things. I never got to watch it. I'm watching this thing with my girl now, uh, Behind Her Eyes on Netflix. Sounds familiar, but I haven't seen it. It's it's about some girl and some like love triangle or something. And uh, I mean, it's cool so far. We almost done. We got like two, two or three episodes left. I'm ready to finish this so we can finish Big Mouth. We just got to season three. Yes. Yeah. We, I, don't, I, I think I think season two is my favorite. I think really? season two is my favorite. Season two wasn't bad. I like season two. Yeah, I think uh, season two is my favorite. The, the Shame Wizard. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. What's that nigga name? I forgot his name, but he just got his new Hormone Monster. So that's where we at. Oh, oh, oh. The the main kid, Andrew. Yes. Yeah. yeah. yeah no, yeah. not Andrew. The other one, Nick. Oh, Nick. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, okay. yeah. So yeah, Andrew, just, the taller one. Yeah, so he just got his uh, new hormone monster. So that's the start. Of, that's the end of season two. So we start in season three. Okay, after watching so far, how much you've watched, would you let your kid watch Big Mouth? Nah. No? Probably so, not. Well, okay. how old? How old? Like, a kid going through, like, puberty. So, like, a kid anywhere between ages of, like, let's say 12 and Ooh. 14. 12 and, 12 and 15 the max. Because I feel I feel like at 15, like, by, by that time, their friends are already telling them about their sexual encounters or whatever. Yeah. So, or or they've seen porn or they've seen a naked man or woman somewhere. Um, somewhere on the internet. I, th- I, think, I, think, I think 13 and above. 13 and above. 13 is above. So, I mean, without all the cruel nature, I think it's a, like, without all the cruel nature and the crazy jokes, like, it's a very informative educational show. I agree. Like they they don't like take stuff out of proportion. They don't like Yeah, it's not a regular show kind of vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's like it's it's kids in these very adult scenarios. Right. But like it's still a bunch of educational value there. And I was like, I could I wouldn't let my child watch this. And then even if they were younger, I would sit and watch it with them. And you know, tell them like you know that that's just a joke. That's not real. That's not you know. Yeah. But if it's just like, like I wouldn't be upset, you know, if I found my my thirteen, fourteen year old watching that or whatever. Yeah. Hell, even like twelve, ten, eleven, because at that point, like you don't, you just see a cartoon. You don't really know what it's about or whatever. Well, um, uh, shit. Uh, what's that shit? Uh, Big Mouth kind of out there though. It is. It is, especially like because that nigga was jacking off to the girls like bathing suit. Yeah, that was he, kinda yeah, dope. yeah. He was he was wild. Yeah, that boy Andrew's a wild boy. Wild boy. <laughs> yo, Man. yo. Speaking of uh, wild boys, dog. I gotta tell you, dog. What's up? I'm f- I'm feeling MGK new style, man. Hey, okay, nice segue. Nice, uh, nice segue. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, MG people was on MGK for a while after his thing with Eminem. Mm-hmm. And and just and it's justifiably so. Like you don't go for the goats. You don't. Like unless but you, he, unless, he unless that he nigga took a good shot. Unless that nigga Eminem was high and the kid, bro, he was not gonna win. 
If a nigga not hiding a kid, you not go win against the favorite. And that's what beef has shown us in the past. <laughs> because, you are hiding a child. <laughs> bro. Let that boy come home. Like, look. So, unless Eminem was hiding a kid, it didn't really matter what he said. Because I think, uh, I think, let's talk about it. Uh, what's it called? Devil's Disciple or something? Yeah. Whatever it's called. Devil's Rap Devil. Rap Devil. I think Rap Devil was a good song. I don't mind Rap Devil. I think Rap Devil. Rap Devil was a good. It was a good shot. It was was a good. It was a good shot. Like coming from MGK, that was a good shot. I I think coming from anybody, that would have been a good shot. I don't know. Coming from MGK, it hit different. Because I didn't expect that. I was okay. He'll come out. It's going to be ass with this, this. But he came out and that was a good shot. See, See, but that shows how much people like don't listen to MGK. Because anybody who listens to MGK knows that MGK has the ability. He has the ability. He has the cadence. Like he can he can do it. Oh for sure. I was I'm a huge fan of uh thousand was it Thousand Miles on Running or something like that. Um like when he first came out before Wild Boy, before he got signed to Bad Boy, all of that stuff. Like I was a huge MGK fan. Um but it was after he signed to Bad Boy, that's when I was like, is this is the stupidest decision of his life. Well Stupidest decision might have been then, but the turn he has taken, I think, is fantastic for him. Is he still signed to Bad Boy? Uh, that I don't know. In turn, check it up. Look it up. Yeah, can you see who uh, MGK is signed to? Thank you, sir. Yeah. And um, like I said, he's been making this pop music lately. This cross between like pop, rap, and like rock. This kind of mix. Is it like Linkin Park vein or? It's, it's more poppy than that. Like Gym Class Heroes? more poppy than that mm. because he's like i would say pop primary rap secondary and and rock is like third bad boy he's still with bad boy oh, he's still signed to bad boy too. say what say two bad boy and interscope records yeah because bad boys on interscope yeah uh but uh like i say he's i feel like this is his niche this is his thing He's making like catchy pop songs, but he has like good lyrics. He has good flows and it shows his ability to make a record because, you know, especially in the rap field, it's a lot of rapidly rap niggas who can rapidly rap. They will out rap you, but they struggle making songs, making records. They just, for whatever reason, they just cannot seem to make that shit happen. Hmm. And MGK, he's always, I feel like he's always been able to make a record. But now fully making that shift instead of trying to like tiptoe the line, this nigga said, no, this is what I'm doing. I'm making pop rap records. And that's the end of it. And the music I've heard from him lately is better than any music I've heard from here over like the past six, seven years. Easy. Hmm. I'm going to take your opinion for it because I have, uh, like I said, the last, the last album I listened to MGK, it was a while ago and it was okay. But the only thing that stood out was um it was one particular song where uh the hook was a black guy singing the hook. Oh god. And or he was rapping the hook or whatever. And uh and he was saying nigga in the hook. And I'm like in my head I'm like this has to be MGK's way of saying nigga without saying MGK nigga. was not trying to say and nigga. I, look, look, you can't t- I, look, he he probably wasn't, but in my head I'm like who wrote this hook? <laughs> Did MGK write this hook? Or did he just let the guy, you know, <laughs> go in there and freestyle or whatever? But, you know, either which way. Like I said, it wasn't the best of album to begin with. So I didn't give it like a second or third listen. It was it was okay. 
Um, I didn't really like the direction he went in, but like I said, that was I just didn't like the fact that he signed with Bad Boy. Like that was to me, he probably should not have. He would have been better signing directly to like a bigger label, like to like a Atlantic, to you mm-hmm. know something like that. They would have served him better. Like Diddy, what was the last artist Diddy? No, had? no, Diddy treats his artists like trash. Yeah, he like he hasn't had an artist that popped in so long. Yeah, that nigga had Daddy Kane, Day Twenty Six, the band, all them niggas. He get what them. Was n- the, what was the other one? He had the the Young Boys, the Young Boy band. Day Twenty Six. No, no, before them. Oh, not, oh, not, not, M- B, oh, not BTK. Oh. I know you talking about the girls. The girls, they love me. I don't remember the, the songs. And miss me all the time. I know, I know the one you talking about. It, it's it was a young. It was, I think it was his first one. It was before Andy Kane. It was before Day Twenty Six. It was a young. It was some young boys. I know he's about. That's their song. The girls, the girls, they love me. I don't know. I don't know the. Uh, damn it! Look that up. <laughs> we'll, have, we'll, we'll bring that up later. But yeah, yeah. But so. Um, Last thing I want to talk about with you know, related to music or whatever, um, one of the guys that like that you know I'm big. I like I like independent artists or whatever. Um, one of the guys that's big in the independent scene is Currency. Mm-hmm. Um, so he just put out um, Collection Agency, the album under his under his um, rec- under his record label Jet Life, which is a couple of pretty dope artists like Larry. I think Larry Jones is his artist. Uh, but Larry June has been making some waves recently. Um, Corner Boy P, or also known as a uh, Fendi P. Um, we actually a funny story. We went to go see Currency in concert, and uh, uh, when he had a uh, uh, Joe Dum- not Joe Dumars, uh, the the shelter. Yeah, he was no, he was above. He was at uh, St Andrews. St Andrews, yeah. yeah. And he he actually made that joke. He was like, last time I was in Detroit, I was on a little stage. Now I'm on a big stage. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, we uh so we we in uh St. Andrews and then we leave the uh we leave the concert and we go over to Sweetwaters or whatever. We sitting there, we eating, and and then uh his his artist uh Corner Boy P walks in and like he come in and he sit right next to us at uh at Sweetwater Tavern. Oh. Yeah, he came in, he saw he sat right next to us. And he was just chopping it up like on some regular regular shit. Like yeah. he was chopping it up, talking about you know the girl he had with him, and you know how much he loved the city. And he was like, "Yeah, the last time I've been here, we landed in this airport, and I seen they had tore this one building down, and they did this and they did that." And like the guy he was talking, like I was across from the guy he was talking to. The guy he was talking to was like was um, one of my friends' friends, and. He was high as a kite, so he couldn't take in nothing. <laughs> but I'm sitting there, like, you know, trying to hold this conversation or whatever. But it was pretty dope. Um, but, yeah, it's, you know, a pretty dope album or whatever. Good listen. It's some some real chill, high music. And that's actually, like, crazy. As much, as much music I listen to about smoking weed and I don't smoke weed, it's like I should be in jail. <laughs> like, it's ridiculous. Cause, Man, like, because... It- like for a nigga who don't know the vibes, but that's the vibey music. The it weed is music yo, is the vibey it music. Is. Like I got in the Uber one time and this guy was playing like he was playing a lot of Kid Cudi, a lot of Chip the Ripper, a lot of Currency. Um, what else? It was like a whole bunch of you know weed head pot smokers, Wiz Khalifa, and I'm every song that come on, I'm singing every word or whatever. He like, bro, you a stoner? And I was like, nah, I just like good music. Yeah, yeah. hey, <laughs> that's hey, so, you know, see that that's your vibe. Yeah, that's man. your yeah, vibe. I like it. I like it. So, but yeah, 
anything else you got on the docket before I before I get serious? You know, no, bring, bring turn, a little righteous. Go ahead, go ahead, turn it left. Bring a little righteous to this ratchet. Uh, um, just scroll through my notes and pick a random one. Um, let's see, let's see. Oh, B five. B five. That's the name of that group. Yeah, that's the name of that group. Yeah, he failed them. He failed them tough. I mean, he grabbed five light-skinned niggas and took their shirt off, nigga. Like, <laughs> the fuck? That's not horrible. Oh, did you know he uh he recorded the video for... Uh, he recorded Outkast's first... uh Or he directed Outkast's first video? No, I didn't know that. He <laughs> So this is the story. He told he told Andre 3000. He said, <laughs> like, Andre was rapping or whatever. And then, I guess, like, during the take, he was, he's like, you know, stop the, stop the recording or the shoot or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he was like, you a sex symbol. Take your shirt off. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why, and, and like one of their first videos, you see him outside, uh, Andre outside <laughs> rapping with no shirt off. Like, nigga, what? <laughs> Don't fucking tell me that. That nigga said you a sex symbol. Take your shirt off. <laughs> nigga. Don't tell me that. I wish another grown man would. Like, <laughs> <laughs> You don't watch your mouth talking to me. Dog. <laughs> get the fuck out of here. Yeah, but that's 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 hilarious. But well, you you can expect that from somebody like Diddy. Like like knowing like well, not knowing, but the stories you hear about Diddy today, I could see him doing some stupid shit. No, like that's that. not some shit you would do for sure. <laughs> for sure. Well, all right, so uh I'ma just keep it a hundred, man. Like, so I'm like really, really happy for a friend of mine. Uh, well, two friends of mine. They're a couple. Um, I met. I actually met one through church. I met the girl through church. That I actually met her boyfriend like years before at college. Before I even like, like I met him in college, mm-hmm. and then um, I had no idea who he was when he came to my church. Mm-hmm. And he was like, "Bro, I know you from somewhere. I know you from somewhere." And like, you know, we started naming off schools or whatever. Uh-huh. And then he finally landed on uh, on the Art Institute where I went to school at. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, you know, that's where you met at. You played basketball. I used to do this and this and that. I'm like, oh, shit. Like, I'm sorry, bro, but I didn't recognize you. Yeah. Um, what was his art? Was he a drawer or what was he? So this is the wild thing is he went to AI, uh-huh. but he was not admitted into AI. <laughs> he, so his, his best friend was... Uh, was the RA at the school? Uh-huh. So, well, at, was one of the RAs on on campus. So he lived with her, and like he lived with her or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like this was at a time, like yeah, not at a time. The 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 the, the housing was um, separated. Mm-hmm. So it was you know girls girls on girls on one in one house, guys in another house. But he he lived there and like with this house full of four of the girls or whatever. Mm. Yeah, ridiculous. Um, but yeah, crazy story. I tell some of the stories we had. Like, it was it was wild. It was wild at AI. Um, uh, but yeah, so met him. He ended up coming to the church, same church I went to, or whatever. Um, so then me and him got really cool. Um, and then he ended up dating one of the girls from my church or whatever. Me and her was already cool. Um, they've been dating for a while now, like mm. almost like five years. Mm. Um, but they, I'm like super excited. They just had their first kid. Congratulations, man. Yes, yes, yes. So much love. Uh, but we don't got a round of applause drop, dog. We don't. You got motherfucking greatest, but we don't got a round of applause. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna get on it. I'm gonna get on it. I'm gonna get on it. Uh-huh. I'm gonna get on it. I actually been thinking about more drops too. I'm yeah, me tell too. You about it later on. Uh, but yeah, so like 
see like he he's sending me all these pictures like man i'm in love and da, da, da. and i'm like yo like you know what i'm saying i caught that bug i was in here sneezing and shit had baby, <laughs> baby fever like a mug i'm like yo like i want one <laughs> no nah, nah, the baby fever is a real it's thing real. Nah, like don't get me wrong i wasn't like out here you know having hot flashes and shit and you know but i was like you know what I'm saying? I, I, I want one like Man, look, bro, bro, that's what happened to me. Look, it's this girl on my uh Facebook and Instagram. She do yoga, whatever, right? She mm-hmm. got a daughter, and her, like they they both like these chocolate, like these beautiful, like chocolate women. <laughs> and her kid is just so like cute and beautiful. And I'm like, man, I fucking need that. And her kid just be doing all of this cute shit. Like I love you, mommy. Like, Oh, I need that. I need it. I need, I need it. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm telling you, it just make the pullout game so weak <laughs> every time. <laughs> yeah, I would just be like, "Did you come? Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Where? <laughs> like, don't, don't don't worry about it. <laughs> we'll find out. Soon. You ain't got no plans this summer, do you? Right, like, it's your ass now. <laughs> oh, that's gonna get in trouble. It's gonna get me in trouble. <laughs> In turn, edit that. <laughs> edit. <laughs> but no, man. Awesome one hundred. Like I, I legit. Like, like, I think if I would have had it my way, um, like, and by that I mean like if I would have my life in order or whatever at a younger age, I probably would have had a kid like younger, like not younger, like super young, but like around like twenty four or twenty five or whatever. I would have definitely had a kid. I definitely want to do it before like. Before I'm like 32, mm-hmm. because like, I I still, as bad as I am and as out of shape as I am now, like I do want to be able to go outside and play basketball with my son or daughter or mm-hmm. you know, whatever they want to do. They want to go ride bikes. I want to I want to I want to be active in my kids' life or right. whatever. Right. And like I see that with so many people that have kids, that had kids young or whatever, they they're able to do all this stuff. Like you know they, they may be like you know. They may be 25, 26, 27, mm-hmm. and their kid is, you know, you know, five, six, seven, something like that. So mm-hmm. they can be up and be active. And, like, you can visually see, like, oh, yeah, you know, by the time this kid gets, you know, 13, 14, 15, like, this person's still going to be young and can do all this stuff with their kids or whatever. And then who knows? They may have more kids and, you know, right. like, create this. You know, it may not be the ideal time to have a kid or whatever. Man, and I don't, financially, it might be rough. Man, but, like, those experience, I think those if, kids never forget. I feel like if you're not, like, rich or well-off, bro, it is never financially the right time to have a kid. Very true. Very true. Because like, I mean, because cause kids cost money, and if you don't have it, nigga, it's going to be tough. Yeah. Like, people like, you know, like, Russell Wilson and Sierra, nigga, she can just pop out babies, nigga. It's like, yeah, it's no problem. But, nigga, it's like, man, yo, I work 40, like, two hours a week. Nigga, and I ate ramen noodles three times this week. Like <laughs> a kid, shit. I hope she like ramen noodles. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like beef. Like, but uh, but like I said, man. Like I said, I definitely have a bit of baby fever too. That's so. crazy. But see, like, I so your your, I don't want to say appetite, but like that that fever doesn't get subsided because your recent your two most recent relationships have been with. Women with kids or whatever. Uh-huh. So like, so I'll, in my head that would that would get you know, kind of not washed away, but it would it would feed that hunger to want to have a kid or whatever. It, 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 it kind of does, but you also still want to make your own. 
Mm-hmm. It's like, like I said, like my like my girl, her kid like is great. Like mm-hmm. I love like playing a game with her, like uh just chilling, watching TV, like the three of us is like a family. It's dope, bro, and it fills my heart so much. <laughs> like I'm telling you, like nothing, like nothing, like bro, really nothing makes me happier. This, this, like, this, it's a Grinch moment, his on that night, his heart grew three times larger. <laughs> exactly, like, like, bro, like the three of us was like sitting on the couch in our robes watching Moana, and I can't tell you, like, like I, it, it was nothing else that could make that moment better for me. That's dope. And um, and like, you know, and it's, and I like still though, I still want my own. I still want my own. Yeah. And, and I don't think there's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. You know, you just. Yeah, I, I want I want one. Yeah, because I, mean, it, I I definitely do. Like I think it's different. Like actually raising the child, like from being a baby all the way up until like the age, whatever your girlfriend's child is now. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's some experiences you've missed out on. You know, with coming into this child's life now, mm-hmm. like you didn't get the first steps. You didn't get the mama or dad that first type of thing. Or right. Whatever. You didn't get those things. Um. But yeah, like I'm telling you, man, the baby free been tough like lately, and then I think it's. I always get these kind of moments every now and again, every every few months. Like I'm I'm creeping up on thirty. I don't feel bad about it or whatever. But it's like yeah, okay, I do. I don't like I, yeah. I, I I take no issue in getting old. Like when I tell you, if if God let me see sixty five, I am clowning. Mm. <laughs> I am. You can't tell me nothing. Okay. 65? 65. God better not let me see 65. Wow. <laughs> so you trying to burn out fast. I'm gonna be no, not like that, but it's it's, it's gonna be more so like like you can't tell me what to do. I'm 65. Yo, okay, don't, okay, nigga, don't go into no retail establishment with that attitude. I'm nigga. 65. Oh. All right, nigga. Come whatever, on. whatever the, 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 the new the new Gen Zers, whatever after it's gonna be, or I don't care. I'm 65. How old are you? 18? I've been there three times. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm 65. Like, don't tell me. Like, come on, man. Then, then don't let me be blessed enough to retire, like, and not have to worry about money. Like, man, it's it's gonna be different. Yeah, nah. I feel like if I had like retirement money, oh yeah, I'm going to strip clubs for sure. <laughs> man, like and then if I had like some cool kids, like it's over, yo. It's over. You, if I had some cool kids and I'm 65 and I can just chill, you know what I mean? Like, you know, in, in my head, ideally, it'll be like, like, you know, I'll have my little store or whatever. And then I'll run it like a trap. Like, hey, yo, just make sure you pay me my X amount of dollars every month. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Make sure my taxes on my house paid. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if money, y'all, y'all bust it down between y'all. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, that, that's how I run it. Just a trap, man. Mm-hmm. Like, y'all. Make sure me and my me and your mama taking care of. Right, right. And the money, the rest of the money is y'all. Just bring me back my couple of my bricks. <laughs> you know what you would want to name your kids if you have some? Uh yeah, I definitely uh <laughs> so I definitely uh wanna name my son the fourth behind me. The fourth. Yes, I definitely wanna name my son the fourth behind me. Um so my girls, I jump between a lot of different girls' names. Mm-hmm. Um just because Bobina. No. Nah, no, definitely not. <laughs> definitely not. <laughs> Definitely not. So like, like I jump, be- I jump between, like, <laughs> I jump between like, uh, like Jay. I jump between, um, uh, and I said if I had twins, it would be Harmony and Melody. Yeah, uh, that's if, sweet. Yep, twin girls. It'll be Melody and Harmony. 
Um, if I had, um, if I had a boy and a girl twins, it'll definitely still be Bobby. And then I'll let, you know, my wife or the mother name the girl or whatever. Uh Um, the funniest thing I, I did once though, I kept saying like, so there's this thing people talk about, like your name from eight, from, from birth like kind of shapes you as a person or whatever. Uh-huh. Um, so like a lot of people go back and they uh, like, they look at what they, what they names me and it is kind of eerie. Cause they're like, Oh shit. Like I live up to my name or whatever. Yeah. Um, so like, so I was like, look, I'm going to name my daughter Flora Jean, which is my grandma's name. Right. Old ass name. Right. Old ass name. Like, but I was going to name my daughter. Flora Jean. Uh-huh. And then And then your girl vetoed that. No, look, listen, listen, listen. This this ain't even that ain't even a funny part. Funny part <laughs> is this. I was like, look, if she come if she grow up to have an old soul, I'ma call her granny. Mm. <laughs> I'ma just nickname her granny. Like <laughs> that that's weird her nickname. Come you here. Call, you'll call your old baby granny? <laughs> Nigga, what? <laughs> Yeah, it's, it, 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 it planned out. It's planned out. If she have an old soul because of this name, uh-huh. I know exactly what it is. Yo. Yeah. But yeah, but no, she, uh, so my girl actually, um, she, we agreed on Laura, Laura Jean. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah, yeah. I like Laura Jean a lot. Because I, I did like Lauren, Lauren for a girl's name. I like Laura. Um, and then I, I don't like the Renee I know a lot of girls will kill me. Oh man, the Renee Marie. That's oh, oh god, that's god. Like a, that's six feet deep. Like like damn, y'all tried so hard. Yo, trying to be French so tough, bro. It's Renee. Only, only Marie. thing French about y'all is fries. <laughs> <laughs> like for real. You know they Renee and Marie niggas to death, bro. Man to death, to death to y'all part. Oh my god. So with with my girl. I have, I'm pretty sure I have zero say in the baby name. Really? Yeah. Why is that? Because I think she said she was already going with K's. Oh. Like, she only got one, but she was like, well, you know, you got to keep it going now. Y'all finna have a KKK around this motherfucker? Pretty much. <laughs> Fuck, man. Which, I mean, which is, which is, which is fine. I mean. Just don't dress up as ghosts for Halloween. Nah, shit. <laughs> Uncle Ruckus out here. <laughs> they said Uncle Ruckus. Nah, what what about boys? K, K, yeah, bro. I'm pretty sure I you like have a Kevin around this motherfucker. Bro, look, I'm pretty <laughs> no, sure she go. To Kevin. I'm, I'm pretty sure Kevin. she go present me with some options just for uh just to say she did. Yeah, yeah, yeah and then yeah. she like, damn, I'm sorry you feel that way. I named him this. <laughs> like, oh well, thank you, thank you so much. I'm, thank I'm, you, man. May have another. <laughs> right, <laughs> I'm glad I mattered. Thanks. <laughs> so, what are some lessons you would? What are some lessons you've learned or you've learned directly or indirectly that you would teach your kids? Um, I would teach my kids. I would do my best to teach my kids integrity. Integrity. Yeah. Uh, as far as, as far as just, just being a good person and believing in what it is you believe in. Okay. Because tons of other people from different walks of life have been through experiences that make them think or view things like a certain way that may be different from yours. Mm-hmm. And I also want my kid to be open to new ideas and new experiences. Right. But um, but to like I said, to just generally know the difference between right and wrong and 
conduct yourself accordingly. Like I said, working you know, like working in a bank, working at the theater, man. Like I've been granted so many opportunities to do some ill shit. Mm-hmm. But I'm just not that nigga. You know right. what I'm saying? Like right. people lose like iPhones, PSPs, Nintendo DSs, and then like at the bank, people will drop envelopes of money and all of this other stuff. Stuff that I could easily just take, grab, and be like, yo, I don't have a clue what you're talking <laughs> about. But bro, it's just not in me to do none of that. Even when like the niggas was doing the fucking um What's that shit? The unemployment scams and stuff. Yeah. Like, bro, like, yeah, yeah. Like, I could have been a part of that, but it's just not in me. Yeah. I mean, in hindsight, I feel pretty stupid. Cause nobody, Man, cause I no- should have joined the pandemic. Dog. I'm out here lacking. Dog, that's what I'm saying, dog. <laughs> like, damn, like, I mean, I feel bad about it in a way, but in a way I don't because it's like, that's not the kind of nigga I am. I'm Man. just, I'm just not that kind of person when i heard disney got a stimulus check i knew something was wrong like you telling me disney living check by check no. disneyland disney world is living check by check mm-hmm. something wrong bro i should have drunk the pandemic yeah but if i could teach my kids something it would just be like right and wrong integrity be a good person and i feel like if you have a solid foundation you will every everything else in life will probably come to you as mm-hmm. long as you built on a solid foundation Hmm. What about you? What would you teach your kids? Or what would you want your kids to know if you can instill something to them? If I could instill something to my kids, um, <clears throat> I, honestly, yo, in this day and age, I would it would have to be respect. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I'm not one of those people that's like, you know, I'm if my if my elders disrespect me, I'm gonna disrespect them back. Like no, like that's that's just not how I was raised. Right. Like that's that's just straight up bullshit, yo. Right. Like and it, don't get me wrong. Like it's a way to like it's a way to let somebody older than you know that you feel disrespected mm-hmm. without being disrespectful. Right. And I think that's where people miss the mark on that kind of stuff. And like <clears throat> and I like I mean y'all you know me I'm I'm a Christian I'm a pretty spiritual person or whatever. Um, but the, like the the Bible talks about you know re. Uh, respect your mother and your father and your days will be long. Mm-hmm. Like, I take that shit to heart. Right, right. <laughs> like, like, yeah, you may not like in it, and, and some, people may, some people may take that literal as in, like, only your mother and father, but I see that as in, like, people older than you, the people that know more than you. Like, you don't know, you don't know shit. You've been in this world, again, 65 years old, you don't know shit. Right, <laughs> like right. You, you've been in this world for 18 years, if that. And you sitting here trying to get loud mouth and, and this and that with this person that's 65 that's blessed, then you have no idea what you're talking about. Right. You know what I mean? Like I think I think respect is definitely a definitely a thing that respect is definitely a thing. It's not one of those in my head at least, it shouldn't be one of those things where it's oh my respect is earned, not given, mm-hmm. because then you will you walk around with this this false sense of reality. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like, I feel like if you, if you lead, you're only accountable for what you can do. Uh, or for what, in my head, you're only accountable for your actions. So if I walk in with respect and then that person disrespects me, I can let them know in a respectful manner. And then from there, I just adjust how I interact with that person. So it is a quote. And I, for, I forgot who the quote is by, 
but it's but it, it goes and I'm probably paraphrasing, so I'm doing a terrible job of a quote. <laughs> so, but it says, uh, "Treat everybody like treat every man you meet as a gentleman, not because it's what they are, but because that's what you are." Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's that's actually like it's a fire that's, quote, right? That's really that's summed up really well. Yeah, that is summed yeah. up really well. Dog got that shit from an ESPN. Nice, <laughs> nice. But yeah, like it's it's stuff like that, man. Like I would, I definitely want to instill my instead of my kids to be doers, not just you know sayers or whatever. Um, because like one of the things, one of the things I really just I kind of see with like our generation and. You know, people, even people older than us, people younger than us, like <clears throat> people still, to me, people still haven't grasped the idea that nobody cares about what you say. Mm-hmm. Like, especially like toddlers, newborns, or, you know, young kids, they don't care about what you say. Mm-hmm. They watch and learn what you do, mm-hmm. period. It don't, it doesn't matter what you say. They're going to watch and learn what you do, or they're going to mimic what you do. Yeah. Um, they're going to see, if, if they see you, if they see you smoking one cigarette every day mm-hmm. like to you that's moderation mm-hmm. but in their head all they see is you smoking cigarettes constantly mm-hmm. and they're going to take that and they're going to exaggerate it so another another quote uh the what the father does in moderation the son will do in exaggeration mm-hmm. like those things like to you to you you think it's okay but like but when you're Kids have a different idea of what time is. Like even like we say all the time, like dude, the older you get, time got to just fly by. Yeah. But when you was a kid, this shit took for fucking ever. Ever. Like so, like I Christmas think, was like two years apart, bro. Nigga, wasn't it? But like now that shit can't keep coming back. I gotta keep buying gifts for these motherfuckers. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, but yeah, like it's it's just it's certain stuff like that, man. Like it's a lot of. A lot of people are just sayers and not doers. And then not even just in that aspect as far as like teaching the kid, but just just in like in and what you what you want to achieve. Like don't sit around and just talk about, yeah, I wanna have this. Yeah, I wanna have or you know, I wanna I wanna start a business. I wanna start a business. I wanna start a business. Mm-hmm. But you aren't in the process of doing anything. Yo. Like you're just taught like it Yo. doesn't work like that. I know Yo. people go talk about manifestation and uh-huh. no, that shit means nothing. Faith without works is dead. Yes. <laughs> okay. So look, I used to talk to this, I used to talk to this one chick and I used to tell her about that all the time. But when we first got together, I, I'm like, ask her, like, is there anything that annoys, is there anything that annoys you? And she told me what annoys her. And I'm like, well, let me tell you what annoys me. And mm-hmm. I was like, when somebody says they're going to do something and they don't do it, Yet they keep talking about how they're going to do, they do it. How they're going to do it. Yeah. So like, if you told me you was going to do something one time and you didn't do it and the shit died, I'm okay with that. Right. But don't tell me, don't tell me every month that you're about to move out. Don't right. tell me every month that you're about to get a new car or every month that you're about to start saving. Don't tell me that every month for a year. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, nigga, like, what happened. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah, you told me that like 12 months ago, right. every right. month for 12 months. Mm-hmm. That don't make no sense to me. Don't tell me that. Don't talk to me about that. You yeah. wait, you wasting my any time in it. So I don't I don't wanna <laughs> I don't wanna talk to you about this, bro. My unlimited minutes like, is being wasted. Like, man, get off my shit. Man. They did not make five G for this. <laughs> At all. At all. But yeah, man. Like but, uh, it's, it's just know, a few things. Yeah, then you know, like when people get on that I, sometimes the one thing I will give people though about that is sometimes they 
they don't want to embark on those kind of things because they fear rejection. Okay. 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 I mean, it's, it's ways to handle rejection though. Like it's definitely ways to handle rejection. How do you deal with rejection? Um, I don't get rejected. Cause I, I, I cause oh, this nigga, oh my God. <laughs> nigga, get whatever the fuck you want now. No, no, no. It's actually a sadder topic than that or a sadder point than that. I don't really, I don't think, uh, the most I've been rejected from is like jobs. You know this. Uh-huh. I had a horrible time getting jobs until I learned the interviewing process. Uh-huh. But like, Oh, were you a bad interviewer? Yeah, I was a horrible interviewer. Oh, you, and, until oh, until you say, like, I, you I was say, like, what up, nigga, in the interview or something? No, no, I was the idiot walking in telling the truth. Oh, <laughs> yeah. oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> until I learned, they only want to. They just want to know. They want to tell them what they want to hear. Yeah, That's I it. ain't never snitching no, on Roderick. Right, nigga, like, right, that nigga stole how much? I ain't no snitch. <laughs> <laughs> I know snitch, but nah. Um, but yeah, I I definitely like the reason why I haven't like had that much rejection is because I wasn't the most outgoing of of, of person. Mm-hmm. Um, so like so when you're like when you're always when you're always in your comfort zone, you don't have to worry about being uncomfortable. Right. That's just that's just what it is. Right. Um. I mean, and it's and it's not. I'm not the most proud of it because there are things, there's opportunities I probably missed out on. Uh, just great life experiences. Um, yeah. Just like, and that's bro. Actually, we gonna come to Vegas, but go ahead. No, you gotta talk about that. <laughs> off pod, bro. <laughs> but yeah. Um, so like, and then of course, like with my with my with my son, like, dude, do not do not fear rejection of these girls, man. Like, trust me, is is the one you one. I don't want to say that. Right. I'm not gonna say that. Yeah, don't do that. The one, the, the <laughs> one chick, the one chick that you fear in rejection, another guy is trying to reject her. Okay, like don't don't fear rejection. It's not it's not that big of a deal. You will live to see another day. You will fight tomorrow. It's a thousand and one girls that look just like her or better. So yo, that was very insightful, <laughs> but bruh. So yeah, back in our day, sure. You getting screenshot now, nigga. Oh yeah, it's 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 a whole different ballgame. I fear for my kids. So you can't you can't say yo, hey yo, shoot your shot because you gonna let the fight another day and then them niggas trending on Just don't be wild. <laughs> like don't just don't just just don't be the nigga, hey, hey. You mean hey. you nigga? Yeah, don't uh, don't, don't be don't, you. <laughs> don't fall on your father's footsteps. So <laughs> please don't do that. But uh I mean that- I wasn't even fear. I don't even fearful of that because, like I said, I w- I had a big fear of rejection too. Yeah, which is why I end up in it. Well, not well, not so much as now, but that's why I ended up in a lot of situations that I didn't really want to be in. Uh-huh. Um, but no. it, it's, it's it's I mean it's hard. It's, it's it's just it's hard to it's hard to deal with rejection. It is. I mean, especially as I can only speak as a guy because that's what I am. I'm a guy, uh, and I'm a black guy. I can only speak for me because like. We're at a young age. We're taught to have, you know, pride and you know, and your your ego and your images. You know what you know what really matters or whatever, or what matters the most. Um, and when those things are like, it feels like you're being attacked. You know, being rejected or whatever. Yeah. Um, and that shit hurts. Like, yeah. like that shit hurts. You know. Um, I think the last time I got rejected was years ago. Um. And it actually, I actually got. Is, let, this, is this the story? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. 
Uh, <laughs> I, the last time I got rejected was years ago. This is before me and my current girlfriend got together. Uh-huh. Um, and I was at I was working at this um, this this job out in um, uh, Bloomfield Hills, uh-huh. and next door to the job was this place called Plum Market. So it was a pretty pretty high end uh, grocery store. Or yeah, whatever. I had to go out. I remember I show you a picture when I was out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I remember that. You, I to, you, I at the, fill, the bank. Fill. You had to fill the ATMs, yeah. Yeah, at the across the street from there. But um, but yeah, so it was this one one girl I saw, whatever, really pretty or whatever, and I just kept seeing her every time I went in there or whatever. Did she work there? Yes, she okay. worked there. And I was All like, right. I, I used to go in there, like I had no reason to go in there. The fruit was overpriced as hell. Uh-huh. Every time I went in there, it got higher and higher and higher. <laughs> um, so I had no reason to be in there. But eventually, like I found like this one sub I liked a lot, so I would go in there and they would make it fresh or whatever. So I would buy that. Um, and I was I would I would tell my I told myself for like two months I was like, yo, I'm gonna talk to that girl one day. I'm gonna talk to her one day. I'm gonna talk to her one day. And I and I hyped myself up for like two months. And I was like, you know what? This could be the week. I went, got me a haircut, put me on a good t-shirt. Like like I I did everything I had to do <laughs> to like put my. Put my general best foot forward. Best foot forward. Yeah. Like, it, it wasn't like the best foot, but it was like. The best foot you had. No, no, no. <laughs> not even best I had. It was because I was taught that you never wear, you never wear your best shit when you were approaching somebody. You always put like, like kind of mediocre, but like, you know, somewhere in between, you know. Uh, what shoes did you have on? Uh, What did I have? I forgot what shoes were I had Were they crispy? On. Um, you didn't have on a Reeboks, did you? No, 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 no. <laughs> I had on, uh, at this time I was Adidas heavy. So it was, I think it was a pair of like gray, white, and blue Adidas. I know the ones. Yeah, I was Adidas heavy. No, it probably wasn't those because I wore my black and white Jack Skellington shirt. So it probably wasn't those. So you said you put your best foot forward and you came out there with your Jack Skellington. Yeah, but it, it wasn't best. That's what I'm saying. It wasn't, All right. That's why I'm story. saying it wasn't. All right. That's All why right. I was saying it wasn't best foot because okay. like, I just made sure to look presentable. Okay. I would say that. Two C sliding. Okay. <laughs> I made myself look presentable. Okay. You know, and, you know, approached or whatever and I was like, hey, you know, um, I've been coming here for a while now, eating my lunch and I always want to talk to you or whatever. Um, but you know, I just never had the courage to actually do so. And, uh, I just wanted to know, you know, can I get your number? You know, maybe call you sometime. And she was like, oh my God, that's so sweet. I'm so sorry. I have a boyfriend, but you can take my Instagram though. Yo, <laughs> fuck out. <laughs> Yo. Yeah. So, so like that was, I was let down very lightly. And ever since then, like I would go in and she would smile and laugh and giggle at me and shit. But like, she didn't give me any play. And I was like, I was okay with it. Cause I was like, I didn't want to end up like hitting her on Instagram and then like being, you know, a whole different world opened up where she cheated on this nigga and shit like that. But she ended up, you know, going on to have a really happy life and, you know, got a daughter and engaged and now to the same dude and shit like that. And this is the kicker. She was like, she's like, I got a boyfriend I live with. She's like, I got a boyfriend I live with, but you can have my Instagram. Did you follow her on Instagram? Uh, at the time I did, but not now. Yeah, like... Was, I, she, like a, was she like an insta-thought or what? No, no. Like, I, I think, like... At that time, she wasn't, she was like barely on there. Mm. Yeah. Like, yeah, she was like barely on there. I would only see when she was like helping her now fiance with his like music career and shit like that. Uh-huh. Uh, but yeah. Nigga, I would have followed her and reported her shit. Niggas is hurt. Niggas is big like, mad. Nigga, partial nudity. Get this shit out of here. <laughs> 
Uh, Not the partial nudity. I think one time I had got rejected. Oh man, I got rejected so tough just one time. Dog. Uh, <laughs> so it was this. Do girl. I know this story? No. Okay. Oh, why would I tell anybody this? <laughs> <laughs> and now you're finna tell the world. Yeah. Let's go. Yo, so it was this girl. She used to work at the law firm behind us at the bank. So I was at the bank. She was at the law firm behind us. She used to come in there like a couple times a week and do the deposits. She was like cute, had like a nice booty. She might've been like Latina or some shit like that. And you know, foreign. <laughs> and um, so she would come in, we would talk. She would talk about like dancing, going to clubs and all of this other shit. Like she was just like generally talking about like a lot of fun shit. Mm-hmm. Or whatever, and I had asked her one day. I was like, "Yo, we both uh like to go to that one club. You you think like we should uh like link up and go together one time?" And then she was like, "Oh, you know, I'm sorry, I have a boyfriend." Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Oh, okay." Like I like I didn't know that she never brought it up. Right. But it ain't like I was like you know, you know, mine wasn't as you know romantic as yours or nothing. But I was just like, yo, like, yeah, we both like to go to this club. We should probably link sometime. And she said, no, I got a boyfriend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, she never came back to the branch. Ooh, she ghosted you after the reject, bro. I'm like, why would you do that, like, yeah. nigga? Like, I mean, we can still be cordial. Yeah, I mean, it ain't like I like said, it ain't like I said I love you or something. I'm, yeah. like, I'm just like, yo, we like to go to this club. Do you want to go together? And she's like, no. And I'm like, okay. But then the nigga who started coming was like super fucking cool though. So I'm glad she stopped coming. Kind of. so. <laughs> Made a friend after her. Yeah. Yeah. So nigga name, uh, his name was Max. He was in like fucking eight mile in like Grand River or something. Cool little white dude. That's actually funny. Like while I have the intern here, he probably don't remember this story. But I bet my mom was an amazing wingman this one time. Which time? This this one time. This is a years ago. Not the time. uh, not the uh, Pizza Hut. Pizza Hut. The same. No, that's the same Pizza Hut lady who snitched on me though. Whoa! Yeah, that's the same Pizza Hut lady who snitched on me. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, because we used to always go there. Yeah. We used to always go there, and she. Uh, they had one fucking waitress. Pretty much, pretty much. But yeah, we had went. So we had went to the Pizza Hut or whatever. After I had took mom, mom, and you know, little brother Bolden or whatever. He probably don't remember that. He was young. He probably don't remember. Um, but yeah, took them bowling or whatever. And um, what? So we went bowling. Went to get Pizza Hut or whatever. So we sit down, we eat, we chop it up. And like, like I could tell mom noticed that like, that, you know, this girl, me and this girl has some kind of history or whatever. Because she had, she, like, she had asked like, how do you know this girl? And I'm like, oh, this the one me and G always come to after we go bowling or whatever. And she always, you know, the waitress or whatever. So we just like super cool. At the time, we was going bowling down there like once a week. Uh-huh. So we would always see this girl. Uh-huh. Um, so like eventually I like worked up the courage and I was I had paid for the bill or whatever. The and then I, uh look, courage is a big thing, yo. Shout out to my nigga Link. Yo. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. So I worked up the courage or whatever, and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna try to like she she gave me more play than usual. And it was mostly because like I I think it was mostly because mom was there. Mm. And she was like, like I was, she was telling how mom beat me in the first game of bowling. And then I was, you know, I let her win. Cause you know, it was her first time playing against me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I like, you know, knight in shine armor type shit. So I'm right. like, you know, she gave me some play. Whoop, whoop. Uh-huh. So then uh, I get up, pay for the bill or whatever. And um, 
I'm walking out the door. And that's when I was like, I, I can't leave without saying something. So then I was like, hey, mom, you know, take the keys. I'll be right back or whatever. And so uh, intern was like, Bob, where are you going? <laughs> he, he, he literally stopped at his tracks like, Bob, where are you going? <laughs> and my, my mom was like, don't worry about it. He'll be back, he'll be back in a minute. <laughs> so they walked to the car. She started the car or whatever. And, uh, and like I was like, hey, you know, you know. You know, as, as you can see, we like going balling or whatever. You know, do you want to go with you know with me sometime or whatever? And she was like, "Oh, you know, I'm sorry, but I'm in school right now. Between work and school, I don't have any free time." Yada yada. And I was like, oh, "Okay, cool." Uh-huh. And just walked out. Oh, that was, was a nice it. way of saying yeah. that. Yeah. Because you know what, women kill me, Tyler Gang. I know free time. The women with no but free they time. Do. The women with no free time always end up pregnant. Oh, you got enough free time. Right, <laughs> you, got, you got 10 free minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Not even had nine free months, baby. Dog, like, yo, I have, I'm telling you, them girls who always be super busy, yeah. always be super pregnant. Yeah, that's that's like the most, the well, uh, I don't know. One day y'all probably get the, the current girlfriend story, but. Not right now. Oh, <laughs> God, it's such a good story. It's such a good story. Such a good story. I can't. I, I don't feel right telling this story without having her here. So. Get her. <laughs> no, not today. Nah, nah, no, nah, not today. No, nah, no, we, we we gonna work up to it. Maybe we, maybe we will make it a goal or something eventually. Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll let we'll have, have us both here um, to tell to tell this story. It's a great story. It's a great story. I love it. It's one of my favorites. It's a hilarious story, you guys. To see where me and her are now, you would, like, one split decision could have, like, ruined both of our futures together. Man, and Bobby, I was like, Bobby's a better person than me. (laughs) Better person. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was ridiculous. But yeah, so, like, I think some of the ways I've, like, dealt with like re rejection is honestly just like just it's it sounds like stupid to say but just getting over it like like okay she didn't want you or okay this job said no they didn't call you back or they 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 sent you the letter in the mail and you thought it was an acceptance letter and you didn't get it like like eventually it's okay it's more out there like see man I'm, I, I've just always been super terrible with rejection. Like I don't, I don't put myself in positions to where I feel like I might get rejected. I didn't come here to get rejected, <laughs> so I can't win. So like, if it's like a job or something, that's different. But to be fair, the only it's only been one job that I interviewed for that I didn't get. Mm-hmm. No, it was two. It was two. I, I applied for AT and T one time I didn't and I didn't get it. Mm-hmm. And I applied for Best Buy like five or six times and I didn't get it. Because the one time I had worked at Best Buy, me and a manager had got into it, and they put me on a do not rehire list. Oh, that's bull. Yeah. That's bull. But, uh, but like, well, like with women, bro, I don't ever really get over it. Well, it depends. It depends on the level of it. Like that one girl that I wrote all the fucking songs about. Yeah. Like, clearly I'm not over it. Yeah, I mean, I'm over, I mean, I'm over it now, but it's like, I don't know. It's still something in me. Like I said, I can always recall that feeling in those yeah. moments to write yeah. another song. Because that was years of rejection, though. That's different. That's 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 different. Don't make me sound like a simp, nigga. Like, no, 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 <laughs> not, not like that. But it was always like not not like consistent years. But it'll be like okay, for for this two three months y'all rocking, mm-hmm. and then for the next year y'all don't speak, and then for the next two 
two to six months y'all rocking. And then for the next two years, y'all don't speak. And it's like, that's that's weird. Like, and then it's every time it's different experience. Oh, I got a story always, about her. Oh, my cause y'all, God. Because <laughs> y'all uh, are always growing. I feel like, I, man, we kind of late on time. Oh, Take it in, man. Go ahead. Oh, God. So, all right. So, look, I got this story. It was this girl, right? It was this girl. The same girl who uh, number flew off the house, right? Yeah, same yeah. girl who number flew off the house. The one who dog took her phone under the porch. Right. Or whatever. So, um, one day, she had hit me up. We was talking. Everything was good. And I had got a call. No, I got a text one day saying, like, do you want to come over or something? And I'm like, sure, I don't mind. And then it was like, well, what do you want to do if you come over? And I'm like, uh, I guess chill? And Smack watch. See, and that's what I wanted to put, but <laughs> I knew she had a boyfriend at the time. Oh. So, but she's like, well, what do you want to do? I'm like, we can just like chill, watch TV or whatever. And but then she kept saying, like, what but what do you want to do? And I'm like, like her boyfriend texting. I'm like, TV is fine. <laughs> or whatever. And you then uh she ca- then she caught me. She called me probably like 10 minutes later. And she didn't say nothing. She just called me and hung up. And then she called me again like 10 minutes after that saying, why was you texting him? Why was you texting him? Wow. And I'm like, what are you talking about? She said, you you know, I don't text you like that. And I'm like, yo, it's text. I really don't know too much of anything. <laughs> All right. So her, I guess her boyfriend had like just got out of jail or something. And oh, she was wow. talking to me while that nigga was in jail. Oh, wow. So when that nigga got out of jail, he saw she was talking to some nigga, whatever my name or whatever my number was. Right. And, um... So he he just she he was mad at her and then she was mad at me and then I didn't talk to her for like a year or two after that and then we talked for a little bit but then the same she was with the same nigga and that nigga made her block me or whatever but then after they broke up she sent me another friend request of course like like they always do but I feel like don't be hey keep your phone from your nigga have you ever went through a girl's phone bro and I didn't smile for three days wow dog. That hurts, bro. That shit hurts. Have you? No. Don't. Never have, bro. If you enjoy, if you enjoy happiness, don't do it. <laughs> do not do it. Never have. Never bro, will. Like nothing, bro. I would tell you nothing, bro. Everything you're looking for is there. Like, bro. But every- I mean, I, I'm a fine believer or a true believer, and you will find whatever you're looking for, bro. Because whether it's, it's there. not, whether it's not there or not, whether Duh. it's there or not, Duh. you're gonna find what you're looking for. Bro, if you're I, looking bro, for a reason to be mad, you go find a reason will, to be mad, bro. I will never ever look through a woman's phone ever again. How old was this, man? This was the with the gay chick before, she, before she was gay. Ooh, well, she was probably always gay, but ooh, that's tough, bro. And, and the fucked up part was, like, we was uh. At my house, we was chilling, we was drinking, we was having a good time, and she had got like drunk as fuck, and she had threw up on my floor Ooh. or whatever, right? And her phone was open, and she had got like a text from some nigga or whatever, and it was something like, uh, it was it was something like, do I need to bring my shorts or some shit or something, some, some shit that I should not be reading while I'm taking care of your drunk ass, right? Right. Now. And I'm like, this bitch, I should put her face in this shit. Like, but that's tough. Yeah. So after that, I'm like, man, you know what? When a notification go off, nigga, I look down, bro. Wow. Like, I don't want to see a thing. I don't want to hear anything. Right. Like, I and it, it might it might sound like super duper sad, bro. But like, 
as long as the woman I'm with like treats me with respect and they're not like and I don't feel like they doing me dirty or something like that, mm-hmm. I'm I'm not going through that phone. I'm not doing it. Cause like I said, <clears throat> nigga, I uh, I didn't smile for a week. That's tough. That that that's a see, I've never had that situation before. Um and God bless you, because that's that's I could I could never like pull myself to look through a girl's phone. Mm-hmm. Um, one just because I I would hate my phone to get looked through. Yeah. Um, and it's it's more so like if you if you say you trust me, then do what you say, and trust me. Um, but it's also just because I don't want to take anything out of out of out of context. Like there could be literally nothing happening, and I could make something happen just by seeing something that you know that's not really there or whatever. Um, and then also, I, I legit believe in people's privacy, no matter how long you've been married in a relationship, whatever. Like, it should be no issue with somebody having a lock on their phone or somebody, you know, not not having a passcode to your phone. Mm-hmm. Like, I believe that should be no problem if you legit trust that person. Yeah. If you don't trust them, then you don't then you don't be with them. That is just that simple. Um, and then I'm also a believer in, you know, whatever whatever is out to hurt me. God will reveal to me, period. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. I, I believe me and him are close like that. We dap it up. Mm-hmm. Like he's not gonna be out here. He not gonna have me out here looking stupid. So if if it's something that needs to be revealed, whether it's today, whether it's ten days from now, ten years from now, eventually when it's time for it to come out, it'll come out and I'll be fine. That's that, that's that's just how I felt about it always. So I I've never had the urge to to look through. And like I said, I didn't have the urge. It was it, it just happened, bro. And I'm telling you, it, and I feel like that was God's plan because, yeah. like I said, I had never looked through her phone ever before. Right. And the one time you super duper drunk, you can't defend your phone. Right. Right. And your right. phone happens to be unlocked. Yeah. And you happen to get a notification. Yeah. Like I feel it was too much of a perfect storm for me not to see. Yes, that that's shit. too many just won't happen. Bro, yeah, it was too, too much, much circumstance. It was too, it was too much, and yeah. I'm like. That, okay. that was a sign to get out of there. But it was from a nigga, though. And then the bitch turned out to be gay, so I don't even fucking know. <laughs> I'm all confused right yeah, now. Yeah, but... Well, it, it turned out for the better. You you happy now? Yes, I'm super-duper happy. You know, like, my woman's great. It to, took a while to get here, man, but you gotta... You appreciate it now. You appreciate it. Man, I so, I so appreciate it. <laughs> so appreciate a nice, like, home-cooked meals, some oh cuddles. God. It's the best. Oh, my God, man. Oh, man. How much time we got left? Man, we at like an hour five. Ah, uh, hour five. What is it? How long is it? It's it's not. It's, it's just a crazy statement. Go for it. So, you know, recently we got all that snow or whatever, and you know it's gone now. Mm-hmm. But have you noticed that feminism shit went out the fucking window when all this snow hit? Yo. My, <laughs> yo. My girl ain't hit me with no feminism shit since we've been together. Nigga. Oh, no. Nah, it hasn't. It hasn't been tough in my house. But I'm just saying, <laughs> on, on, on social media, that shit. Out the fucking window. Man, when that all shit this go. Snow look, hit. That shit go. Remember that time I had sent you that uh thing about the two girls at the, like the same time? Yeah. Who was like, oh, like I need an oil change and mm-hmm. like some, some tires or some shit. Mm-hmm. Nah, yeah. Like women offer equal rights until this day turn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that shit become equal. Yeah, so yeah, they gotta pay the bill. They like, hey, hey, look, that ain't what I meant. <laughs> what I meant was equal pay. Nah, nah, yeah. equal, equal pay this bill. <laughs> we go equally pay this bill. Right. But uh, I oh. think that's I think that's it, man. That's it. I ain't really had too much. I'm tired from working this eight hours. No, I hate first shift workers in plants, yo. I hate first shift morning workers. Because they, they they're the um, because they're the uh, 
the favorites. Usually, not even that. Usually, they're the people that have the most seniority mm-hmm. and work their way to getting onto first shift uh-huh. because they want to get off on time and all that other shit or whatever. Um, but dude, it I hate they drive me insane, yo. These people, like, I had a headache from like seven twenty-five in the morning mm. to like one thirty in the afternoon messing with these people. See, I don't see uh. Over here at Ford, it's like the A crew is like all of the good people because, you know, like all of the higher ups be walking through earlier in the morning and shit. Mm-hmm. You know, we come in at six, them niggas home already. Right, right. So between right. six and like midnight, well, between six and five when I work, nigga, they don't see none of them people. But see, look, this is this is the problem. They they not even the best operators on my like my my first shift people. They not the best operators. They are they probably the worst operators. But like I said, they're like you said, they're the longest people. The people who've been there the longest and they're the favorite, so they're going to go slower and they're allowed to go slower. Man, I ain't try to hear that. I, I did so many write ups this week. <laughs> you, you sent them to old boy for approval, nigga. You don't believe? <laughs> telling you, I I did so many infractions. I I can't do actual write ups. But I can do infractions. Yeah. So if you get three infractions, three of the same infractions within six months, it's a write-up automatically by the supervisor. Mm. Man, I did so many writes, infractions this week. It's yeah. ridiculous, bro. Yeah, so they yeah. see you, they be like, oh, fuck this nigga. Yeah, like like this this one guy used to be on my shift but back when I was an operator. Mm-hmm. And me and him was both operators or whatever. He got to first, he got to A shift at the time. It's called A shift. Mm-hmm. He got to A shift or whatever. And then now we switched to this one, two, three schedule and he's on first shift. And like, he just like don't do any work, and I'm like, bro, like, I have t- this week that I've been working day shift, I haven't said anything to this man. Mm-hmm. He got the nerve to tell one of my operators from my shift, which is second shift. He tell her, yeah, Bobby been riding us all week, nigga. I ain't said nothing to your fat ass all week, <laughs> and you got the nerve to tell me I've been around you. If you do your fucking job, I ain't got nothing to say to you. Man, I've been so I've been so upset with them this whole week, dude. I'm just so happy this is over. And I, and then today I walk in, the supervisor like, yeah, our team lead is going back on vacation the third and the, uh, on Thursday and Friday. And they don't call me. <laughs> you, say, you, ain't, you, ain't, you say you don't give a fuck about the money. No, I am not for the games, dog. Don't play with me. I'm not for the games. Mm. Not chess. Not checkers. Not Uno. Nah, none of it. <laughs> I'm not none. for the games, dog. I'm it. not playing them, man. But yeah, anyway. Get off that. Have me a good night. <laughs> yeah, man. I'm about to uh, about to about to wrap it up. Wrap it up. I'm gonna hit him with my uh fun fact of the week. Yeah, what you got for us? So my fun fact of the week and slash Black History person. Hey, hey. Uh, even though what's today the 28th? 28th, man. Last day of Black History. Oh month. wow. Yeah. What year is it? What's the year? 21. It's no, 21. No leap year, right? No leap year. Okay. Yeah. So uh, my person, in fact, is this dude named. Jerry Lawson. He's known for creating the video game cartridge. Yep. So back in the day, if you wanted to play a video game, you can only play the games that were loaded onto the system. Mm-hmm. So then this dude, Jerry Lawson, he created the cartridge. So he could so the games were interchangeable and it allowed the games to be constructed more efficiently because they were separate instead of being integrated into the console itself. So, of course, he created it. Black guy. Black guy created it. And you know when white people see a black dude with an idea, oh, if you don't mind, we're going to just take that from you. Right. So, um, 
the other way, but you know, to be fair, he worked with some big niggas. He worked with Steve Jobs. He worked yeah. with uh, the niggas at Apple. So he definitely got his due. I don't want to make it sound like this nigga just got robbed. Well, anything. eventually he got his due. Yeah, eventually he got his due. But uh, people, people like at uh, Matari and Nintendo and Sega and all of them, they saw the um, the possibility of these cartridges. So they took these cartridges that he made. And because they had more resources and more notoriety, they were able to do it at a bigger and higher level than he was. Uh-huh. And um, like I said, so pretty much everything they did overshadowed everything he did. Because he actually tried to create a game system too, but like I said, the people who are already established just just dwarfed him. You know what I'm saying? So, But uh, after some time, he eventually got his due, and he's actually like the video game Hall of Fame in New York. Uh-huh. And... um. He's uh and people recognize him for what he's done. So in uh so it's just some short, sweet little bit of info. His name is Gerald Jerry Lawson. That's dope. Could you imagine what the world would be like if like if we would have had the the man that created not only cartridges, but the system that takes the cartridges would have been the black man? Mm-hmm. That would have been crazy. If he would have got his own system off the ground mm-hmm. and you could buy my system and then buy my separate games, you ain't gotta, you can buy the games, load them up, play them. That would have mm-hmm. been crazy. Crazy. Uh, but yeah, it's, he actually has a really interesting story. You guys should look it up. Yeah, um, Jerry Lawson. Did you know that March 1st is, or March in general, is uh, Women's Appreciation Month? Or, or Women's History Month? Uh, I, I, Yes. Okay. I'm gonna say yeah. yes. So uh, I'm gonna hit him with a, a light, easy double header because it's the end of Black History Month. Uh-huh. But by the time this goes out, it'll be like March third or something like that, second uh-huh. third. Uh-huh. Um, so I am going to leave y'all with uh, somebody in women history, and I'm I, I'm actually tired of doing like old history um, because we doing shit today. We out here rocking, we popping. So shout out to uh, shout out to Michelle Obama, man. Like if y'all Dang. know, look at. <laughs> You know, go follow some of the stuff she, she's done. She's she's written books. Uh, she's actually supported some of the places right here, some places right here in uh in Detroit. Yeah. Um, she she has a podcast coming soon. Uh, you know, she's her podcast first. still coming. Yes, it's still in the works. Yeah, her whatever. podcast been coming since Trump got elected. Yeah, it's it's been a while. It's it's been a big deal. Uh, but yeah, man, like you know, take take a look at the people around us, especially the women. Women are in power everywhere, especially black women are stepping up to the plate mm-hmm. where, so, you know, unfortunately, some of our, our black men in leadership have been have been lacking. So they so like a black woman always does. She step up to the plate and she gets shit done. And, you know, with elegance and grace, we've seen um, Michelle Obama in the White House behind behind Barack, you know, being strong black woman she is. So. That's a little little double header in the Black History Month going into uh, Women's History Month. All right. All right. All right. What you got for music, man? You make me go first. Yeah, I went first last time. You Nigga, first. you always go first. No, no, we, we switched it up. No, we never. What we, are you talking we, about? Yes, because yeah, after like the third episode, you went first because I said I was like, well, I'm gonna let you go first this time, and then we went back. But I can find some. That's fine. Um, I'm actually, so for the first time in a long time, I'm going to play somebody that's not from Detroit. Oh, Lord. Um, next week, I am going to have from somebody from Detroit, actually a good friend of ours. Um, one of his songs uh, dropped from his album, I think it was, that I really liked. So I'm going to play something from him next week. But this week, I am going to play something from Rocky Fresh. 
um, Rocky Fresh is from Chicago, what that they call um, Detroit's sister city. He's from Chicago. Uh, he was signed to MMG. Uh, and if I can find the song, it would be called Panera Bread. All right, man, that was Rocky Fresh featuring Rick Ross, Panera Bread. Yo, how local or underheard is he if you got Rick Ross on the track? Uh, so when he first came out, like Rick Ross was like heavy co-signing him, trying to like get any of his songs to pop. Mm-hmm. Um, but for some reason or another, they just didn't pop. Mm. Like So like almost every one of his singles, um, Ross is on them. And like he even got like, so what happened was his old one of his old songs, Ross made him like do a remix so that Ross could hop on it because that was like the the hottest song on that mixtape or whatever. Mm-hmm. So when they got signed to MMG, they did the remix of that song and then Ross hopped on it to try to get that to pop. But I personally, I think you know Ross failed this kid um, mm-hmm. because he, he could have been bigger than what he is now. Like he not the best rapper around or whatever. I don't like these, the new crop that came up. But he he definitely has talent. So, so yeah. All right, all right. What you got for us? The song I got is called Zodiac by Kamikaze Pain. All right, that was Zodiac by Kamikaze Kane. That's a dope. That's a nice little nice little vibe. Yeah, dude. Like say, man, Spotify looks out for me. I see. Spotify looks out for me. Taking care of the boy over there. Got to. So, Bob, what do we have for our building block of the week? Building blocks this week, man. That's what I got for y'all. Something real easy. Something you can chant to yourself. Is it about patience? Nah, it's not not patience. (laughs) Not this time. (laughs) Nothing changes if nothing changes. So, get up and make some changes. All right? Nothing changes if nothing changes. So, get up and make some changes. That's all I got, man. I like it. Like that? I think I like that, too. I think, you know, it resonates a little well, a little good. Intern tired of us. He already bounced. Hell yeah, dog. We get to the music. He be like, all right, I'm going to see y'all. All right, time for me to go. But thank y'all for being here with us this week. Yeah, uh, man. Episode 7. Yeah. Remember that stretch goal? Stretch 1500, goal. 1500 on, YouTube. on YouTube. Have you been tracking it? I have been tracking it. I haven't seen if anybody, like, yes, went I over. Have. You have? I have. Okay, cool. Thank you. Yo, and uh, let us know what y'all think of that uh, 2K video that me and Bobby uh, uploaded sometime uh, last week. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just let us know if you like that kind of content. If you like that kind of content, we can definitely make more of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got a couple couple more in the chamber anyway, but... You know, let us know if you... Be on the lookout for it. Yeah, let us know if you got something that y'all want to see. So, Bob, any... Anything else before we head out? I'm going home. Yeah. I'm already home, but I'm going home. <laughs> I, I feel you. I feel you, dog. All right, man. Take I, it easy. All right. Catch you next week. Peace. Peace.